Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 101. Oh, let me sing about faithful love and justice. I want to sing my praises to you, Lord. I want to study the way of integrity. How long before it gets here? I will walk with a heart of integrity in my own house. I won't set my eyes on anything worthless. I hate wrongdoing. None of that will stick to me. A corrupt heart will be far from me. I won't be familiar with evil. I will destroy anyone who secretly tells lies about a neighbor. I can't stomach anyone who has proud eyes or an arrogant heart. My eyes focus on those who are faithful in the land to have them close to me. The person who walks without blame will work for me, but the person who acts deceitfully won't stay in my house. The person who tells lies won't last for long before me. Every morning I will destroy all those who are wicked in the land in order to eliminate all evildoers from the Lord's city. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Kings 18, verses 17 through 25. The Syria's king sent his general, his chief officer, and his field commander from Lachish, together with a large army, to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They went up and arrived at Jerusalem. They stood at the water channel of the upper pool, which is on the road to the field where clothes are washed. Then they called for the king, Hilkiah's son Eliakim, who was the palace administrator, Shebna the secretary, and Asif's son Joah the recorder went out to them. Then the field commander said to them, Say to Hezekiah, This is what Assyria's great king says. Why do you feel so confident? Do you think that empty words are the same as good strategy and the strength to fight? Who are you trusting in that you now rebel against me? It appears that you are trusting in a staff, Egypt, that's nothing but a broken reed. It will stab the hand of anyone who leans on it. That's all that Pharaoh, Egypt's king, is to anyone who trusts in him. Now suppose you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God. Isn't he the one whose shrines and altars Hezekiah removed, telling Judah and Jerusalem you must worship before this altar in Jerusalem? So now make a wager with my master, Assyria's king. I'll give you 2,000 horses if you can supply the riders. How will you drive back even the least important official among my master's servants when you are relying on Egypt for chariots and riders? What more? What's more, do you think I've marched against this place to destroy it without the Lord's support? It was the Lord who told me, march against this land and destroy it. Today's New Testament reading is all of 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Now concerning meat that has been sacrificed to a false god, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge makes people arrogant, but love builds people up. If anyone thinks they know something, they don't yet know as much as they should know. But if someone loves God, then they are known by God. So concerning the actual food involved in these sacrifices to false gods, we know that a false god isn't anything in this world, and that there is no god except for the one god. Granted, there are so-called gods in heaven and on earth, as there are many gods and many lords. However, for us believers, there is one God the Father. All things come from him and we belong to him, and there is one Lord Jesus Christ. All things exist through him, and we live through him. But not everyone knows this. Some are eating this food as though it really is food sacrificed to a real idol, because they were used to idol worship until now. 
Their conscience is weak because it has been damaged. Food won't bring us closer to God. We're not missing out if we don't eat, and we don't have any advantage if we do eat. But watch out, or else this freedom of yours might be a problem for those who are weak. Suppose someone sees you, the person who has knowledge, eating in an idol's temple. Won't the person with a weak conscience be encouraged to eat the meat sacrificed to false gods? The weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. You sin against Christ if you sin against your brothers and sisters and hurt their weak consciences this way. This is why, if food causes the downfall of my brother or sister, I won't eat meat ever again, or else I may cause my brother or sister to fall. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 through 21. Go in through the narrow gate. The gate that leads to destruction is broad and the road wide, so many people enter through it. But the gate that leads to life is narrow and the road difficult, so few people find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you dressed like sheep, but inside they are vicious wolves. You will know them by their fruit. Do people get bunches of grapes from thorny weeds? Or do they get figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, and every rotten tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a rotten tree can't produce good fruit. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, you will know them by their fruit. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will get into the kingdom of heaven. Only those who do the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will enter. a place of quiet stillness between the lights of shadows reach where the hurting and the hopeless seek everlasting peace words of men and songs of angels Whisper comfort bittersweet Mending grief and life eternal Where joy and sorrow meet There is a place where hope remains In crown of thorns and crimson stains and tears that fall on Jesus' feet Where joy and sorrow meet There's a place the lost surrender And the weary will retreat Full of grace and mercy tender 
in times of unbelief. For the wounded, there is healing. Strength is given to the weak. Broken hearts find love redeeming where joy and sorrow meet. There is a place where joy remains in crown of thorns and crimson stain and tears that fall on Jesus' feet where joy and sorrow meet. There's a place of thirst and hunger where the roots of faith grow deep and the rain and rolling thunder when the road is rough and steep there is hope in desperation there is victory and defeat at the cross of restoration where joy and sorrow meet there is a place where hope remains in crown of thorns and crimson stain Jesus paid it all left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. And tears will fall on Jesus' The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 119. Lord, you are righteous, and your rules are right. The laws you commanded are righteous, completely trustworthy. 
Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Where Joy and Sorrow Meet, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.